Namaste. I welcome you all to this session of Guru Bodhar. We are conducting session number 12. Today we have with us Dr. M.B. Guru Raja, sir. I cordially welcome you to this uh, session, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Janardhan. Dr. M.B. Guru Raja, sir, is an Ayurveda practitioner and a professor. And he practices in Dhawala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center uh, in Shumoga in Karnataka. The topic of the day is uh, a case study, uh, a chronic liver disease patient with ascites. Uh, this Guruja sir had posted in uh, our uh, WhatsApp group. So uh, over to you Guruja sir, can you please explain this case for us? So he's a young chap, aged around 32 years. Uh, he has come to me with a similar type of uh, slightly forwarded uh, protruded belly in the last year, 2020. That time also I have treated him on uh, the lines of uh, Nithyameva Virechaya, the concept of uh, Jalodhara Arikrit. So he recovered within a short span of uh, one and a half months. So later uh, he felt that he has recovered totally and he has not followed my instructions. And I, even with all repeated uh, communication to him, he was of the opinion that uh, his everything was normal by the one and a half months uh, treatments. Then why he want to continue the treatment? So he left the treatment last year. After that, this year, almost from that time to this time, 10 months later, he landed with a severe condition with a heavily protruded belly with a lot of uh, ascites as well as even the pedal edema to the gross uh, is one of uh, leg is also having a lot of uh, vasculitis because of the pedal edema and as well as even the there was a cellulitis and even uh, totally his um, three or four places he had a wound which is oozing out continuously because of edema so it's a classical case of uh, chronic liver disease which we keep it in Ayurveda as a Yakrita Alyodhara and one of the varieties of Udhara wherein we try to analyze the things of course based on the Ayurveda lines and uh, if it is uh, taken in Ayurveda it is uh, treated as on the lines of Kumbhakamala uh, very clearly it is said in Kumbhakamala is Kalantarat Krichrasyat Kumbhakamala so Kalantara Kharibhutva Krichrasyat Kumbhakamala it is said so after a certain time of uh, thing, if uh, cirrhosis of uh, liver or uh, regular liver disease or Kamala, if it is not treated properly uh, with uh, proper medication, then the person may land up in trouble and the organ may become Kharibhutva, becomes totally solidified and he resulted in, uh, in a form of uh, cirrhosis or Kumbha Kamala. All this explanation has been given in the classicals. So based on that, uh, taken this case has been taken as uh, Kumbhakamala and in this, the first line of uh, treatment would be uh, straight away Nityame Virechayat and Dugdapana. So usually I do come across these two patients every now and then. So in that, as a routine practice, I do this with Nityame Virechayat. So for uh, Nityame Virechana, I select in many of the cases some of the capsules like Purilax which contains uh, Shodita Jayapala also to some extent and even Estimadu and Trifala all these combinations are there in that which is a very good purgative for me. Uh, in some cases when I feel there is a criticality is there or patient is weak comparatively or Sukumara is also there or even Datuksha is more 
then i take do take a little bit of uh, caution not to use that accordingly so in this case i tried with haritaki churna one spoon of haritaki churna mixed with two spoons of jaggery guda so this has been given in the morning and patient started losing his body weight and uh, there will be anlomana apple even as well as kosta uh, shodhana and regular there will be uh, loose stools or bubbles were happen so with this within a short span of 18 days uh, his petroded belly has come down to normalcy and after almost 70 days or 80 days now his um, uh, lft levels are almost nearing to normal and all his uh, parameters are related with the chronic liver disease has almost come to the normalcy and in this case we have treated with uh, pitarechakwata and uh, livact a capsule containing the patola cotroenide combinations and uh, all the drugs which are um, very specially um, uh, targeting at the liver and even the um, drugs like uh, arogyavardhini is also been there and of course some nutritive materials i have added and importantly in this patient i usually keep them on totally milk diet in ayurveda for these jalodhara patients very clearly it is mentioned we need to give ustri dugdha a camel's milk but of course it cannot be available everywhere so best alternative is cow milk so we suggest them or i suggest them usually to the my these patients to go on uh, totally on uh, cow milk so with that uh, maybe around depending upon percent to percent in this case i have suggested almost 1.5 liters of milk per day because our intention was to bring back the protein loss so you can observe that in jalodhara there is a lot of uh, peritoneal free fluid which is lost it is not only the water content of the body but it is also a protein so we are losing lot of protein we need to replenish or we need to replace those uh, lost protein so that is the best option is milk that's why our acharyas have given very clearly the concept of dugdapana so in this patient i keep them on continuously repeatedly for whenever they feel hungry or thirsty they need to go for uh, dugdapana i restrict them not to take uh, water i just usually keep it them on uh, 500 ml of water per day for all purposes of drinking and other than that whenever they feel let them have milk so usually one and a half liters to two liters of milk will be provided to them and that is the process so in this process he has uh, totally within a short span of 18 to 20 days and this condition has been relieved and now of course uh, even the blood parameters as well as even the prothrombin time and even lft is also as coming to normalcy at the time of around 70 days by usually in these type of cases i have seen around it takes 100 days to settle down fast once it is settled down by 100 days then it can be maintained for next another 100 days so by the time he will be almost out of danger so this is the total case of uh, kumbhakamakala kamala treated on the lines of ayurveda uh, of course it's not a first case there are many such cases of kumbhakamala uh, of course not all the cases will end up in uh, good results sometimes uh, our uh, it goes beyond our control so we need to be uh, very cautious in doing handling these uh, diseases of course we need to take a very good uh, consent signature by the signed by the patient uh, relatives and as well as the patient and do the treatment so this is what i have done in this case 
for nitivirachan uh, i you said uh, medicine including jayapala trifula usually i use a capsule called purilax from pentacare which i use it which contains estimadu trifula and even the aragbada to some extent and even swarnamakshi swarnapatri is also there in that along with that it is given a bhavana with jayapala so that uh, combination uh, very good uh, bubble cleanser i use them but in uh, some patients where i feel they are a little bit sukumara in nature then i go for haritaki churna simple haritaki churna mixed with guda one teaspoon of uh, haritaki churna mixed with two spoons of guda and make them to eat in the morning once and that will give them very clearly what two to three times purge and which can expel the excess water from the body and of course in indirectly removing the water from the gut it also avoids the accumulation in the peritoneal cavity and the body slowly reabsorbs the material from the peritoneal cavity and automatically the peritoneal cavity fluid settles down uh, can abhipatikara churna be a choice sir based on availability it, it can be done but uh, i don't think so that may yield results many attempts see in one of the patient recently even uh, day for yesterday also i had a patient uh, given in the same combination but today he has called back after two days sir no purgation with haritaki churna and this one i thought because he is mbbs doctor himself he has come to me for this treatment and i don't want to give me a very strong purgative and it may so i started with a mild one but it is not giving result so it's not okay in every case the things will be same so we need to alter the things so uh, if it is available with avitpatikara um, churna and you could be able to achieve the loose stools that is fine no issues our concept is mrudu tikta virechana is the concept in case of handling these type of diseases so if it is there then nothing to worry in the nitya virechana how many vegas uh, should we be expecting how much is uh, normal and how much is excess that we need to avoid we need to watch out for his pulse as well as bp blood pressure it should be around we somewhere in the near to the normalcy so his um, pulse should not be allowed to go down by 60 and his uh, bp should not be allowed to go down by 100 by 70 it should be maintained above that so in that reason we will try to maintain them and accordingly we will give the things but all these things we will fix it when the body weight and everything we will um, understand the doshic balance and even the um, protrusion of the belly all these things kept in mind while deciding the dose and one spoon or half spoon or one and a half spoon of haritaki churna that depends on these type of uh, things and uh, on one day the day one we will get the result of uh, how many number of vegas achieved maybe sometimes the patient say that's with the same dosage and the day one he may get only two vegas but with the same dosage and the next day he gets a four vegas so that this depend depending upon the number of days and accumulation early part will be cleared and once bubble habits runs into normalcy there are many factors that are chipping so we need to understand that where to stop it or where to reduce it should be constant monitoring is required and accordingly we can manage uh, after uh, treatment for a few weeks uh, do you stop the treatment or uh, is it continued in a lower dose or is there any chance of recurrence in such cases sir usually i ask them to go with the treatment till all other parameters of what we take it as a consideration and the modern parameters like uh, prothrombin time lft and uh, even uh, ultrasonography of abdomen 
all these things are kept as a markers for our study so i'll use all those tools and imaging techniques and uh, laboratory techniques usually whenever i get totally uh, lft is normal and hemoglobin level is normal esr is normal prothrombin time reaches to normalcy and there is no free fluid in the peritoneal cavity and all these things if it is settled down only then the coarse texture of the liver will remain or nodular surface of remain will remain and uh, sometimes there may be some slight portal hypertension such type of things will come other lesser things will be red, almost becomes normal in such a condition then i will wait till that to achieve so that to achieve that usually take 100 days to 200 days to achieve this so once that is achieved afterwards then slowly tapering i reduce the dosages of the medicine and i will try to maintain till the completion of one year but usually once totally one year is completed with the medication and things are totally normal then i will stop the medication and uh, relapsing in these type of cases is very common relapsing will be there if the patient doesn't follow the pathya later on then there is a real chance of getting uh, disease once again back but i have one case uh, i had a case that uh, he, he has come to me with the same type of condition in the year 2000 and that time he has uh, very clearly taken the medicine and uh, everything was uh, went into normalcy he lived up to, uh, up to 18 years without any complication after that and in the 20th year of the starting from the earlier time 20th year he developed almost similar condition but this time i could not made him to survive so there is a reason uh, there may be chance of repetition so we need to be very clear and very careful in handling this and even conveying the things to the patients so what should be medicine should be taken how long and what should be the time or duration required what may be the outcome what may be the future uh, problems we may face everything we need to discuss with the patient before handling these things but many times what i get usually these patients they have already gone to different uh, doctors and different uh, specialties they have already tried and they got a lot of uh, experiences of the, all these things then they will come to me so by the time they reach to me they will come old patients of uh, cld and they will be having almost uh, many in uh, you know basic ideas about this disease but they have only one thing they ask is somehow you try to save me so that's what they usually ask and that depends on person to person and the patient to patient so how they follow it and how their body their body supports the medication and everything and how to determine the prognosis is there any age that you have uh, noticed that if the patient is within that particular age the prognosis good or alcoholic non alcoholic bala uh, what are the factors that you consider sir it's only that how their body responds to medication that is the one thing second thing how they able to follow the strictly the discipline what that been um, given to them or given their prescription and once they are following it the things will set down and age doesn't come in the way because i have seen um, very bad prognostic things and even the very bad situations even the very young patients but even with the old patient also they quite longly they stretch their life span with the medication i have seen both the type of cases so it's age um, may not be uh, one thing but important thing is the bala if a person is having a sufficient um, body strength and bala he may survive for some time because in this cases usually they lose a lot of uh, protein and that protein also even dragged many times from the muscles so that's why the upper part of the body where above the diaphragm becomes lean and thin 
but lower the diaphragmatic area everything becomes edematous so that's the reason they lose lot of protein from the body so that has to be replaced so if one who has lost a lot of proteins in the body or dhatukshaya has occurred then there is a difficulty in um, bringing back him to normalcy or expand or extending his lifespan and that is one of the important thing that should be kept in mind but generally whenever a patient comes to me i usually select all these things and criteria and i'll convey them everything by systematically and only once they are agreed then i'll start a treatment so doesn't make any sense that even a young boy may not survive but an old person may survive so that depends on the how their body supports the medication and how they follow the treatment protocol uh, and and you mentioned regarding the pitavirachika kwata can you please explain a few important ingredients of that pitavirachika kwata is basically a kashaya developed and designed based on patola katrohini adi kashaya so it is a basically patola katrohini adi kashaya which has been added with extra quantities of kiratikta aragvada estimadu and these pitta nashika dravyas are been grouped into that but basically it is a, a formulation taken from the classicals with fortification with these type of mediations that's it like the milk diet that 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 you told how does a patient comply meaning like i mean they have to drink one and a half liters a, a, a day so their agni may be low or i mean do you adjust the diet so that milk is accommodated into their daily routine it is totally only milk nothing is given to them so there is no question of anything added to that it's totally totally milk 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 so they will only have to drink milk i slowly allow them only based on the body weight and uh, the tissue loss and all this in comparison then i'll go allow them to go for a uh, gruel type of thing then later in the stages then i'll go for kichdi or something like that pongal what we call it as where there is a combination of rice and dal is there such type of combinations i allow that but otherwise it is only purely milk milk and throughout the day it is milk sorry for asking this but you know considering the western patients like what if the client has milk allergy lactose intolerance we don't come across such patients in this type of condition because by the time it reaches uh, reaches to this type of uh, cirrhotic uh, pre cirrhotic or cirrhotic conditions and ascites and all those things there are a lot of other things for everything they will be allergy and they will be vomiting sometimes and something like that so there is no question of that usually i never come across any of patient which is uh, having you know allergy or lactose intolerance or such type of things generally they all cope up well with uh, the milk diet like you said there is this uh, uh, you know protein loss may not be during like nityavirachana times but during other times is it is it a good idea to include uh, protein supplementation or just the diet restrictions are good enough protein supplementation can be given i that's the reason i go for a two up to 1.5 to 2 liters of milk per day there is a reason behind that if you want to add any protein supplements directly you can go for that even you have a, some amino acids required for the liver diseases usually come across for, for example one british biological comes with a powder called hepapro so which also contains lot of amino acids and required for the liver health so such type of things can be added even the protein things can be added even almond can be added that's all uh, can be done even many times patient uh, non vegetarian diet uh, people they ask whether can we go for um, some non vegetarian things 
only if the things are suitable then i allow them otherwise i'll make them go on a very strict diet of milk once after this nitigrechana uh, is over what other patyas that you recommend uh, dietary restrictions are uh, this is beyond like initial couple of months for the one year period okay. usually i'll go for nitime virachiyat in that during the time it is milk 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 and the second thing of second line what i allow them is like cane sugar if the patient is not diabetic many times occasionally i do get one of the two patient with even diabetes so then there is a restriction otherwise there is no restriction for me then i can go for using pomegranate juice sweet lemon juice and even the green gram uh, poison and even uh, vermicelli poison and even uh, such type of poisons are where the milk is added and sheera is added and such type of things i usually uh, go for it and after that simple the gruel with the rice which is usually taken and even i allow them to eat later with the rice idlis then slowly with uh, vegetables from the sambar we can take it up and put it into the things and then slowly add little bit of uh, takra that is buttermilk to their diet slowly to enhance the probiotic activity inside the gut so step by step i add slowly depending upon the development which takes place from from time to time so accordingly i'll add one by one depending upon the agni of the patient and how the patient is responding to the treatment and how things are coming out approximately how many uh, ascites patients they are seen like i i have seen like in our internship time you were treating uh, back in 2003 2004 how many cases have you uh, have you seen sir i might have seen uh, more than 150 or something like that but very well documented and those who regularly come for treatment and they have followed the treatment the protocol to some extent a few months and even for some few years it is around 50 50 to 60 somewhere between that apart from this patala katuronya the arogya vardhini and any other like commonly available medicines that can be probably used because I mean, people are from different parts of the world so what are the other medicine options for nitime vrechet one is what i said purilax that's the one thing if you don't have that one then you have haritaki churna you can use it if it is not there then you have a choice of clear out tablet you have a choice of myrolax and you have a choice of uh, even avipatikara churna to some extent in a large doses and you can even go ahead for it uh, what do you call them max lax ds there are plenty of such uh, preparations available and from the classical angle we have jalodararis for our disposal jalodararis is also there which also be used for the nitime virachiyat and icha bedi rasa is there that can also be used but care should be taken while giving all these things patient should be kept under strict monitoring so these are the for the virachana purposes then for the stimulation of the liver to and liver cells to get into normalcy that is one arogyavardini what he is there then we have yakrit plihari loha then we have lokanatha rasa which those which usually which i use i am just telling about and then pitarechika kwata then levat capsules and of course even sometimes i use vasolax so it depends wherever i feel if the patient is emaciated and has lost quite a good quantity of dhatus then i go with along with this i will also go with 
once almost uh, normals has achieved and even agni is quite good then i'll add shatavaryadikrita or sukumaragrita to these two patients so shatavaryadikrita and sukumaragrita is also uh, quite good in uh, improving the bulk of the body and brings about the sufficient snigdhata which is required which is lost in the process of nithyamivrechana as even as from the disease due to the disease he might have lost the sufficient snigdhata which can also be brought back by using shatavaryadikrita as well as even sukumaragrita so this is what usually i go shatavaryadikrita sukumaragrita i would imagine it will come at a later stage after the initial set of treatment is uh, over and you know patient is well settled yes definitely it is once patient is in very much control in control of the condition and almost the things are settled down and the lft is back almost in the normal cr nearing to the normal range then i introduce that and when there is a there's a loss when i feel you can see in that patient so in this patient also i given in the beginning i didn't given to him but once he has lost all, all protruded belly and he has lost all the free fluid and he has become lean and thin then i started with this fellow also and now he is coping up with that what about uh, like live 52 or livomen tablet and syrup or or even the bhumi amlaki tablet nirosil uh, all those things can can those be also used yeah nirosil and bhumi amlaki tablets are such things usually i use only where there is a viral hepatitis and such conditions i usually use them otherwise usually i go with these other things in case of ascites and um, cirrhosis type of cases we can even uh, go for lift to ds to some extent and even uh, i do use many a times in some patients because pitarajakwata is very bitter in nature so in order to make it little bit palatable i add with either livomin syrup or even vergoliv syrup or something like that or lived to syrup as a syrupy based material adding into this kwata uh, kashaya and it is given so to make it little bit palatable because that's a palatability is a palatability is a big issue in these conditions but by the time they reach to me many a times they are ready to take whatever the medicines we give because they know that by the time the disease has been very clearly understood to them so the, that's the reason they will just simply follow the instructions what are the three or four herbs that uh, the practitioner should be looking into the label like three or this should should have these set of herbs to be suited for you know treatment of one important herb is katuki that has to be then comes the kakamachi then comes bhumi amlaki then khalamega guduchi these are the variant pippali these are very important drugs we should keep in mind let's move to the next topic it is uh, regarding kashaya versus kashayam tablet the the premise is that the kashayam tablet uh, manufactured manufactured by avp uh, sorry avp avn and then the kwatam tablet manufactured by uh, kotakal ayurvedishala so these are available uh, for most part of the world and the premise of kashayam tablet is less dose lesser amount of preservative easy to fix the dose uh, you know patient will not feel the bitter taste or discomfort while taking uh, difficult tablets like google utiktakam uh, tablet and all there are like uh, i mean efficacy wise there are like positive reviews and negative reviews i have heard uh, from different doctors 
Uh, I particularly usually use this wasa gulucchiadi kashayam uh, and patola katuramanadi very frequently. Do you support this kashayam tablet range of products or what precautions uh, would you advise? Sir? See, we have a lot of patients with different set of mindset. So, depending upon the type of uh, client, we need to adjust ourselves to a certain extent to some time. Here, one of the important issues is the highly palatability that our most of the kashayas are very, very bitter. And these bitter principles, they are very difficult to consume regularly by many of them because they never and in their lifetime, they have experienced of these bitter principles they are consumed. So because of these reasons, a tablet is quite a good one because we can fix this issue of palatability. But readily availability of the medication to the system is achieved by kashayas. So I usually prefer kashayas because of that reason. Second thing, in Ayurveda, we have been very clearly taught that rasas also has some effect on the body because tikta rasa is having the capacity to quench or suppress the kapha and pitta. So that nature, because if you want to mask it by putting some sugar or blocking it somewhere down the line and we don't want to taste that because then we are maybe somewhere we are blocking the activity of the drug. So drug should be taken as it is. Better what Acharya has said, that is the first one, primary one. When we are not in a position to consume that, we need some better alternative than what I believe is Kashayam, Kwata or this um, tablets or uh, the capsules, they are the best alternative to Kashayas. So first preference will be for Kashayas and when Kashayams cannot be handled by these our patients or clients, then it is better you can go for tablets or even uh, capsules of the same Kashayas. And technically speaking, if you want to prepare a Kashayam tablet or Kashayam this one, we need to boil the kashaya to some extent more than the regular uh, when it is uh, watery in nature. We usually go for uh, padavashesha, astavashesha, ardhavashesha, something like that, these kashayams while preparing. But in order to make them to a bulk and in order to make them to a tablet form or a capsule form, even we need to even boil to some extent, we need to evaporate the moisture and then we need to add many excipients and even the powders of the same thing to make it a bulk one and granulate it and then compress it. So there are some issues even with that. So, but what I feel is kashayams as prescribed by Varacharyas, Kvathas, they are the different, very important uh, type of uh, dosage form. It has to be given priority. When a patient is unable to cope up with that, then it is better to go for a better alternative is the Kashayam tablet or the Kashayam capsule. Yeah, uh, especially what you said, the uh, readily available medicinal principles in the liquid form. So as soon as we take it, uh, you know, in, in, in case of Kashaya, the, uh, the metabolism and the absorption of the medicinal principles happens really faster. And the second point you told is very right. Uh, you know, due to this Swiggy and Zomato and Uber Eats, while we have like totally not tasted any bitter things in our lives. Even in Yugadi also, you know, where, where the neem leaves have to be taken, we, we do some jugad and, you know, we you know somehow skip the bitter part and add more of a, you know, a jaggery part. So, uh, so even in terms of a 
acclimatizing the patient and encouraging the patient to include all the shed rasas, all the six stays in the diet also. It, it, the kashaya is uh, uh, you know, a tool for that as well. Definitely. That, that usually I, I start with my patients with the communication. This is the one thing. See, I can handle your condition provided you take my medicines. My medicines are bitter. Are you able to digest it or take it? Then only I will start a treatment. So when usually patient is in pain and condition, they will say, Dubsub, just you give whatever you want to give, I will take it. I am ready to take it. That's what they usually will. But once they start it, then they will say, this is too bitter. Then they will all um, comment. Then they will ask for, once they are somewhat feeling better, then they will ask. So Dr. Sub, do you have any better alternative for this? Can I skip this? So all these questions will arise later stages, but usually when they are finding find they are finding a good result, usually they will follow. Do do you advise mixing the kashaya with a little bit of jaggery or honey if the disease and the rules are followed? No, no. I usually <clears throat> I don't want to change that uh, the concept of consuming that bitter principle. Bitter principle has to be experienced by that patient. So I don't want to give them any other thing. Only in some patient where there is uh, too much of uh, pressurization can't help it, then I allow them to mix it with some therapy-based materials, particularly for kashayams, uh, levomin or something like that, abrigoliv or something like that, a therapy-based material I usually add. Uh, a question has come here. Uh, you, you talked about the, you know, ascites treating errors. Uh, can musta be added to the group of herbs effective in uh, ascites? Musta uh, cannot be used in ascites because musta is one of the sangraha It is There is already an accumulation here. We cannot go for that. We need to go for malabheda um, kadrovya. That's why katuki is the best. Malabheda nadrovya. Nitime virechet. Role of musta on gut is Sangrahana, accumulative, absorbing nature. Whereas its effect on lymph channel as well as in the vessels, that is lekhana, scraping nature. So depending upon the condition, you can choose the things, but not for uh, in this condition where there is accumulation, uh, the fluid accumulation, or particularly even, even the shota in the lower part of the body, it won't be helpful what I feel. Can you please explain the ascites pathology in terms of Ayurveda that you think when you see the patient? Just you see, very clear, it's a very clearly Ayurveda also very clearly suggested. This is what called as a Kumbhakamala. Very clearly said, Kalantarat Kharibhutva Krichrasyat Kumbhakamala. It is said in Ayurveda because we don't have a specified chapter dedicated to Kamala even by our Acharyas. It is under the, you know, Chapter of Pandu, they explained it. Pandu Rogi, uh, if you consume a lot of Pitta, Kara, Hara, Vihara, then he lands up in um, Kamala. That's what they have been explained. So they are trying to tell about or they explain about the hemolytical jandis. And uh, of course, uh, over a period of time, then this uh, Kamala has been given, uh, the concept of Kamala has been treated by Ayurveda with various medicines. And Acharyas have given very clearly, there are certain uh, names like Panaki is there. Lodara term has been used and Kumbhakamala is the one, uh, then Halimaka is the one term they are used. So these are all some of the diseases which is very close to this Jalodara or Yakurta and these conditions where 
which can be compared with hepatorenal syndrome or hepatic encephalopathy or even ascites or portal hypertension or even alcoholic cirrhosis and all these things are they come under the purview of these areas so in ayurvedic perspective if you want to do it is jatodaka avastha ajatodaka avastha it is usually many a times usually patient comes with uh, different uh, lft values or even the sclera becomes yellow in sometimes many a times i have seen patient eye eye is very whitish no yellowishness but protruded abdomen so we cannot have a systematically what the book has told you cannot have a bookish type of or a very classical cases many a times in practice we do come across variations so in those variations accordingly we need to do it if there is a increased pitta even today i have a case uh, today morning guys and it is a very serious nature and that um, total serum bilirubin is 54.2 deciliter my mg per deciliter 54.2 mg per deciliter is the thing so such a type of um, condition where a severe increase in bilirubin is there then we need to go for doing some sort of virechana and all those things that virechana will help even the reducing the bilirubin as well as reducing the peritoneal cavity fluid and all these things so we need to understand that what drug should be selected what condition so normal bilirubin is 1.2 mg per deciliter but today's case it is a 54.2 and his eyes are literally yellow this is uh, regarding current event uh, this is more related to india so in us and largely in other other, other countries other than the mbbs doctors or you know allopathic doctors e- even the nurses are considered as s- semi doctors meaning they have rights and they have authorities to prescribe certain allopathic medicines but in india such a thing is non existent so these uh, you know allopathic doctors and the whole of the allopathic uh, community they have kind of a, you know they have made a system in which they they are the sole authority uh, to prescribe uh, allopathic medicines the one of the disadvantages of that is for example for kshara sutra ab- application or uh, even in ayurveda also many surgeries are explained for which we may need a little bit of uh, help help in terms of anesthetics uh, etc so we we also may need some time some allopathic medicines but in a in a landmark decision this odisha government uh, uh, they have allowed pharmacists at primary health centers so this primary health centers are government run centers so they uh, which are managed by single doc with or without doctor the odisha government has given the power and authority for the uh, you know non medical staff there to treat uh, these uh, certain diseases like malaria fever so common disease for these common diseases the staff or uh, is empowered with the power to prescribe um, uh, in a certain medicines albeit it will be limited it will be for certain period of time and all but i feel this is kind of a landmark decision because uh, 
for for decades together the authority of uh, you know allopathic medicine is held tightly with the you know mbbs community say this is a important issue is going on since uh, time uh, immemorial since 1947 when the indian got independence that time also there was a uh, issues and that that's the reason the national integrated medical association has come into play and uh, that integration was a choice by uh, thing that everybody wanted to you know have it but unfortunately with some or the other way it is not happened till date but across india in many states it has been allowed even for the ayurvedic doctors to prescribe and of course when certain some in certain areas that type of uh, government orders being challenged by the the allopathic community in court and it is now also such one cases going on in uh, supreme court where uh, it is uh, delhi government versus ayurvedic uh, doctors it has been uh, case and uh, of course this type of things are very common but here for allowing an ayurvedic doctor to prescribe to some extent some allopathic medicines at least we can say that these doctors have learned basic physiology anatomy pathology pharmacology and these things at their degree level and they should be allowed to some extent of course with some restrictions to some extent that can be allowed that is can be considered as somewhat okay but a pharmacist allowing or even a nurse directly giving a prescription it is somewhat as a difficulty is there but what is the difficulty means who is going to diagnose the condition for them they may be pharmacists may be knowing what should be the drug should be given to which disease but who will going to diagnose that this patient is of malaria this patient is of uh, scabies and this patient is of uh, diarrhea and uh, it's a bacterial diarrhea or it is a viral diarrhea who is going to diagnose these conditions so it's a difficult before doing that one they need to give some sort of training even to the pharmacist there should be some short term courses to train them in these areas are which are the diseases which usually do in the rural areas of odisha what they come across and where they are feeling a shortage of doctors in those areas if you want to go with the other uh, alternatives then in order to bring that alternative thing we need to go for uh, very clearly certain uh, training for the even the staff if you give a proper training for identifying the conditions or diagnosing the condition then they can give the um, treatment or even the prescription to a basic level that can be done yeah i mean rather than uh, you know directly going into the like you said the pharmacists and the nurse better that you know some of the rights are distributed to you know the ayush doctors because next to the allopathy the most of the medical knowledge is you know carried by us uh, in terms of modern medicine knowledge so that would be a better step uh, and and then uh, like you said with training even pharmacists and other people can be you know brought into the group sir but there is a lot of other issues connected with this but definitely that um, allopathic community is going to go against this because they feel that uh, we are trying to take out or remove their bread and butter or we are uh, and they are the feeling there have a feeling that they are the leaders in the area if somebody ventures uh, some different um, uh, person from a different level has come into this uh, thing and uh, they may establish their facts later so that may not be just digestible to them so they are uh, keeping hold with the um, age old rules and regulations of india which has been uh, in practice so they are uh, hanging on to that and uh, making the um, 
things worst but in present situation we need to go for a integration integration is the best method for giving the patient a best results regarding turning the whole of the medical syllabus into an integrated one are you pro or against to the idea sir see uh, we we should not go directly to um, integrate the entire thing and make it a one degree that should not be done that may have a, some beautiful ayurveda concept may be just thrown out and some allopathic beautiful concept may be thrown out that becomes a problem so that should not be done let these two degrees run parallelly compelling after completing of the first level of degree then let let us have a, some sort of a bridge course something where um, people of uh, the alternative system of medicine or the ayurveda and these indian system of medicine people will be given training in the western system of medicine and the western system people will be trained in the ayurvedic system of medicine or the whatever the thing they like it then according after after doing these type of bridge courses then both will have some sort of integration and respect to the subject and as will be they'll be knowing the subject so that will be better and they can cater this uh, their services to in a better manner to the public uh, moving on to the next topic uh, a vegetarian turning into non vegetarian uh, i i don't know if you uh, remember or not i had come with a patient to you uh, who had I mean, who was vegetarian throughout and he turned to non vegetarian and he had developed hemorrhoids and he, you you had you know typically in your fashion you had told that you know there there are some principles which your parents and grandparents are following better you also follow because the you know costa and the agni all those things will be very similar and they were following you know grandfather and you know parents and grandparents were following those rules Uh, because of some reason and you know we should not break the rules so that was the advice you had given to the patient i mean after that i had uh, analyzed that you know it's like asha or hemorrhoids is like mamsa mukura so mamsa leading to mamsa vruti has taken a pathological turn in this case and, and also no, the reverse it's, also it's happens not, it is not like that usually see you observe that how the non vegetarian diet is prepared in india we have a, some tradition of preparing these non vegetarian diets where excessive oil or fat content is used along with that lot of spices and mirchi or the masala is used whereas western methodology of cooking meat may be different there they may simply boil two different things and they club together and mix it and eat that may be also there i have seen some things but in indian cooking styles of non vegetarian most of the times what they do is the meat will be cooked along with the spices and all those things with a lot of oil and all those things when this combination of spices oil and meat may come together then it becomes a katu ahara and amla or even ushna tikshna ahara it becomes so when such a ushna tikshna ahara katu ahara that the type of thing which is been consumed by a patient regularly then it ends up in katu vipaka so ahara ends up in katu vipaka it has a effect on mala as baddha koshtata so it leads to baddha koshtata and that baddha koshtata leads to mamsankura development and leads to arshas formation there's a reason we we i asked many of the patients to avoid non vegetarian diet when they come across these particularly kidney stones gallbladder stones 
and as well as arches the piles hemorrhoids what about like uh, in the west it is it is becoming a big phenomenon of uh, um, uh, non vegetarian uh, you know people who take mixed type of uh, diet turning into vegetarian uh, i have seen many cases in which they they seem to have lost strength or you know lost energy they will be having uh, and so some of them develop this uh, chronic fatigue syndrome how to you know cope up uh, and how to make them cope up to this new diet see it's it's, it's very simple the amount of kilo calorie strength what you used to take earlier that has to be calculated then accordingly the diet whatever we are trying to give in the vegetarian nothing that has to be given based on that so he should not consume very less diet compared to what earlier used to take then the things will be settled down otherwise what happens is he was previously a eater of non vegetarian eater or a diet that uh, is used to take and that non vegetarian diet uh, used to give completely extra strength because we know all those even ayurveda acharyas also very clearly said kukuta balyana kukuta used to give me kukuta means chicken chicken is uh, strength promotive or nutritive it has been explained even in ayurveda kukuta balyana so when such condition is there definitely they'll have a such notion and of course those who consume the non vegetarian diet they'll always feel that only non vegetarian diet has a strength and vegetarian diet is not having strength but it is not true even elephant doesn't eat any non vegetarian but it has a lot of strength so that should be taken care of and we always think about when we talk about the power we use the term horse power so horse is also it's a non vegetarian and doesn't take non vegetarian diet so don't worry about the pattern of uh, diet you consume the ideal quantity of uh, ahara uh, the diet which is required for your day to day activity depending upon your requirement that is that should be kept in mind and, and probably uh, supplementation with a little bit of like dals and all could could also like balance out the, their regular protein intake also sir definitely you can go for some uh, proteins like soya protein or it may be even the almonds and even milk and even dals many type of things are there you can be handled with that if i show one photo it can be focused you just observe that is it uh, could be seen yes it is visible sir. but it is this is the one today 54.2 what causes you know it to turn so bad sir i mean how it turns so bad uh, due to alcohol yeah this this case is, is due to once again due to alcohol and the covid lockdown uh, he lost some of his uh, financial conditions so because of that he started drinking otherwise he was not a drunkard earlier now with the later in the last two years he has started with this and he ended with uh, this type of uh, things happened in the last 15 days busy he's been treated somewhere in the allopathic hospital but uh, it's um, the bilirubin level kept on increasing from 40 onwards it it is rolled up to 55 then today they have come to me let us see what happens but it is a very poor diagnostic prognostic case uh, nothing can be predicted or anything can happen it may be positive or negative so but um, presently i have not given any assurance to this fellow but i started the treatment and i i also have seen in uh, you know in rural india i mean we unfortunately lost one of our uh, distant relatives uh, due to that you know these farmers they will be working in the fields throughout the day and they'll be introduced to like paracetamol or ibuprofen or uh, diclofenac 
and they take it one day and they suddenly feel relaxed by the evening and they will not be knowing the pros and cons of taking you know allopathic medicines continuously especially these uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs without prescription they keep on taking i mean it really happened with uh, you know one of my distant relatives and they they develop you know liver complications and kidney and uh, you know uh, m- many such uh, you know end organ damages so end organ damage is a very common one the reason is the most of the agricultural activity the, the persons involved in the agricultural activity usually what they do is at the end of the day they will be definitely because of their uh, physical labor they will be facing a lot of tiredness and pain so either they'll go for shramahara dravya that is sura sura shramaharanam madhya somanasa jananam so they will take that one to overcome that otherwise nowadays when madhya and all these things have become somewhat different and some people may not take it so in that condition they started depending upon this paracetamol and all those things dolo 650 or something like that for the painkiller activity so that any drug which is a non steroidal anti inflammatory drug continuously taken may damage the liver and as well as the kidney so they are not knowing that and over the counter in india which can easily available they can be taken and that's the reason we are facing a lot of problem with that question are come like how do we use bhumi amlaki for nitya virachana sorry for confusion but for nitya virachana for the purpose of nitya virachana bhumi amlaki was not used and uh, sir had uh, you know clarified that you know bhumi amlaki is more useful in like infective hepatitis sir and yeah it is for infective hepatitis wherever usually hepatitis a b c d e in those conditions usually we can go with that it gives a wonderful result always generalized if there is any drug induced also hepatitis if it is there then it can be but for the purpose of nityamaya virechana there should be at least a free fluid present or there should be increased bilirubin if these two conditions are there then definitely we can go for it yes i mean haritaki is you know at least a kind of kind mild kind of a laxative and that is used for nityamaya virechana purpose and even in the whatsapp group also like uh, we need to upgrade our i mean including myself i'm telling i mean to become better ayurveda practitioners and especially to choose better ayurveda products uh, i think everybody including myself we need to inc- we need to become little more and more uh, we need to develop more and more love towards dravaguna because ultimately it's all about herbs that we choose and sir it is totally depend on the knowledge you just keep your antennas open to reach out for the knowledge and try to as get the knowledge ano bhadra krutavo yantu vishvatah let the good things come from all the direction you keep your antennas open drag the information imbibe the information keep it yourself then start using it analyzing it and using it that's what thing dravaguna information it may be even rashastra information it may be even bhajjakalpana information it may be rogavijnana information every information is a must you keep on because your um, brain has a lot of uh, tbs don't worry about the space you can go on keeping the things it can be remembered we hardly and, use and this, uh, 78% of the brain that's all yes sir will netrabindu arka really help to clear pitta dosha especially when there is icterus uh so see that's the reason we need to understand ictrus if it is 3 mg bilirubin 
3 mg per deciliter then also there will be ictrus if it is 18 mg if it is 35 mg then also there will be ictrus then you cannot select you cannot take every time that netrabindu arka or something like that see our intention is not to remove the bilirubin from the sclera our intention is to remove the bilirubin from the entire system because it's overloading it and excessive bilirubin present in the system may harm by crossing over the blood brain barrier and lands up in hepatic encephalopathy so in order to avoid that we need to remove those, those uh, type of uh, mean pitta it may be conjugated or unconjugated bilirubin it should be removed from the system excess thing should be removed from the system for that purpose we need to go for virechana it is not our intention to remove the yellowishness from the eyes only it is not from the eyes it is from the total system so if you remove it from the total system automatically the yellowness from the eyes also gets down so that's the reason we don't want to go use and such a mild type of things in these type of uh, very drastic conditions so we need to have a, a very proper and pinpointed approach towards the uh, conditions yeah uh, thank you very much uh, for all your questions and interactions i thank all the participants for making the uh, conversation more interesting and uh, interactive uh, thank you all and a special thanks to dr guraja sir uh, for uh, successfully finishing the 12th session of guru bodha series uh, thank you guraja sir thank you thank you everybody thank you for the participation thank you thank you everyone thank you very much